0: Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 407. It is Tuesday, July 27th, 2021. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and another Kaseya problem. This podcast is brought to you by Noaj Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to another episode of the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily, where we talk about proactive IT and cybersecurity daily, as in every day, because it's a topic that needs to be talked about every day. Education is is, is so important in the cybersecurity war, because it it is a war, and I don't like to use that term. I'm not a fan of terms like drug war and things like that, because... That's just silly, but this is a war. You have nation-states attacking businesses and a lot of stuff going on that would classify it as a war, and it's the new, new war front. Um, but I digress. Before I forget, we will not be recording for Wednesday. I do apologize if that impacts your day-to-day activities, but um, we will not be able to record for Wednesday, so... Until Thursday. Let's um well, well let me start with a reminder. If you're wherever you listen to this, if you could like share comment, or review, that would be spectacular. And if you're in a HIPAA compliant business, you can go to Facebook and or LinkedIn, type get HIPAA compliance and join a group. Not a whole lot to talk about today, but we'll get into it nonetheless. Threat post, Babook Ransomware Gang Ransomed, new form stuffed with porn. A comment spammer flooded Babook's new ransomware forum with gay orgy porn gifts and demanded $5,000 in Bitcoin, which really not a lot of money, but the Babook ransomware gang's new rebrand isn't going so well. It seems the cybercriminal group has been a victim of a ransomware attack of its own. That's uh, a bit of irony for you. Babook's latest endeavor, a dark web ransomware forum called Ramp, was crippled by a spammer over the weekend who overloaded the site with same-sex pornography gifts, according to Recorded Future. The attacker told Babook they wanted $5,000. Babook told them to pound sand, refused to pay, and deleted the original post. But even after wiping the form several times, Recorded Future said the attacker was still able to bombard the form with pornographic gifts. Malware source code detector VX Underground also picked up on the feud calling it ransomware group drama ramp. The forum started at by Babook ransomware group has been, has seen a huge flooding and spamming and unknown individual is stating that they have 24 hours to pay $5,000 or else VX underground posted ransomware actors are ransoming other ransomware actors. So <laughs> Babook's reboot stalls. It's uh it's a little bit of irony to be honest. Um, And I just wonder if there's some internal issues going on there and that maybe it's somebody that's been exiled from Babu Who knows? On Bleep a computer, Microsoft Defender ATP, which is Advanced Threat Protection, I believe. Could be wrong. Now secures removable storage and printers. So that's kind of good news. Since employees have switched to remote working during COVID-19 pandemic, home printers and removable removable devices have expanded the attack surface to their company's data and daily business operations. To address this increased security exposure, Microsoft has added new removable storage device and printer controls to Microsoft Defender for Endpoint, the enterprise version of its Windows 10 Defender Antivirus. Yeah, Advanced Threat Protection, I was right. This new, the new capabilities, these new capabilities available in the Enterprise Endpoint Security Platform, previously known as Microsoft Defender Advanced Threat Protection, will allow access restrictions to removable removable devices and blocking printing tasks via non-corporate or non-approved printers so in other words you can um forbade printing to you know somebody's home printer we are excited to announce new device control capabilities of microsoft's defender for endpoint to secure removable storage scenarios on windows and mac os platforms and offer an Additional layer of protection for printing scenarios. So that's um, good news in the sense that, um, you know, somebody's not going to be able to just print off a bunch of your critical data and can't take client files and start printing them out. And the same, you know, print uh, removable storage protection also um, is added. Now, a lot of RMMs, that's the tools that. MSPs use already blocked this and then you can block it in windows by default. Um, there are lots of ways to block removable storage, but uh, printing was a little bit of a, a little bit more of a challenge. If the person was somewhat savvy, they could get around that, but now there's a way to block it. Apple fixes zero day affecting iPhones and Macs exploited in the wild. Apple has released security updates to address a zero day vulnerability exploited in the wild and, and impacting iPhones, iPads, and Macs. The vulnerability tracked to CVE 2021-30807 is a memory corruption issue in the IO mobile frame buffer, kernel extension reported by an anonymous researcher. So you should be moving up to 14.7.1 on iOS or iPadOS and macOS Big Sur 11.5.1. The list of impacted devices includes Macs, iPhone 6s and later, iPad Pro, all models, iPad Air 2, and later, iPad 5th gen and later, iPad mini 4 and later, and iPad touch 7th gen, which I keep forgetting they still, make, um, they still make the iPod touches for whatever that's worth to you. Apple is aware of a report that this issue may have been actively exploited. The company said in a security advisory published earlier today, which uh, obviously is not good news if it is being actively exploited. You should update immediately if you have not done so already. Uh, long list of zero days patched this year, so they have three iOS zero days in February, another one in March, another one in April, three more in May, a macOS zero day in May as well, and two more iOS zero days in June. A lot of, um, you know, for a system that everybody claims can't be compromised, guess what? And researchers warn of unpatched Kaseya Unitrends backup vulnerabilities. Security researchers warn of three new zero-day vulnerabilities in the Kaseya Unitrends service and advise users not to expose the service to the internet. Kaseya Unitrends is a cloud-based enterprise backup and disaster recovery solution that is offered as a standalone solution or as an add-on for the Kaseya VSA remote management platform. Last week, the Dutch Institute of Vulnerability Disclosure, DIVD, issued a TLP AMBER advisory about three unpatched vulnerabilities in the Kaseya Unitrends backup product. While DIVD DIVD released the advisory under the TLP AMBER designation, DIVD chairman Victor Gevers told Bleeping Computer that it was originally shared with 68 government certs under a coordinated disclosure. However, one of the recipients uploaded it to an online analyzing platform, where it became public to those who, with access to the service. Two days later, an information sharing and analysis center alerted us that one of the GovCerts had forwarded the email to an organization's service desk operating in the financial services in the country, Gevers told Bleep a Computer. An employee uploaded the TLP Amber labeled directly to an online analyzing platform and shared its content to all participants of the platform. Because we do not have an account on the platform, we immediately requested removing this file. Yesterday D I V D released a public advisory warning the zero day vulnerabilities have been discovered in unit Unitrends versions earlier than ten point five point two and not to expose the service to the internet. So if you're operating Unitrends ten point five point two or earlier or it says earlier than, so I don't know if that includes ten point five point two, but um You should not be exposing the service to the internet running default on ports 80, 443, 1743, 1745 directly to the internet until Kaseya has patched these vulnerabilities. So there is no patch as of yet. Um, You should block internet access to that service if you're using Unitrends. Um, Some HIPAA news. Oklahoma Heart Hospital has started notifying certain patients about a privacy Incident in which paperwork containing limited patient information was accidentally donated to charity. That's a new one. A former employee had made handwritten notes which contained the protected health information of a limited number of patients during the course of that individual's employment at Oklahoma Heart Hospital between 2011 and 2014. Some of the former employees' personal possessions were donated to charity in May of 2021 with the handwritten notes accidentally included in the donated items oklahoma heart hospital was contacted by the individual who found the notes and arrangements were immediately made to collect the paperwork the documents were then cataloged to identify the patients involved and types of information that had been exposed the notes included information such as patient's name medical record numbers ohh visit numbers dates of birth ages admit dates genders and clinical information consisting of diagnosis lab results medications, and or treatment information. No information was exposed that would have provided unauthorized individuals with access to patient record systems. While the PHI of some patients was viewed by an individual not authorized to view the information, Oklahoma Heart Hospital has not uncovered any evidence to suggest any patient data was has been further disclosed or misused. Yeah, this sounds fairly um, benign. You know, somebody got it. I mean, some of it is 10 years old, but that's uh, an interesting point. So 1,038 patients potentially impacted by this, but, um, you know, 10 years old and people are probably thinking, oh, well, you know, HIPAA 10 years, why, why, would we, why do we need to worry about it? The truth is it is a still a HIPAA violation, no matter, um, I believe 50 years is the cutoff if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I believe 50 years. Um, or I think it's 50 years after death is the way it works. But anyway, um, and I could be wrong on that. So if you're listening to this and you know, feel free to send me an email. Um, so 10 years obviously falls into the, into the, into that range. And, um, it's, while it seems fairly harmless, it still needs to be reported. Why 10 years ago when we, we did have EHRs, EMRs, um, would it be still on paper? You know, Maybe the OHH was transitioning at that time. I don't know, but it was a three-year stretch. So. The Nebraska Department of Health and Human Services has announced a security incident involving the protected health information of clients of aging partners and Department of City of Lincoln. The breach was discovered by the Lincoln Information Services Department on May 25th. Employees had responded to phishing emails and disclosed credentials to their email accounts, which contained more than 46,000 emails. Assisted by a computer forensics company, it was determined that the email account was accessed by an unauthorized individual between May 18th and May 21. A review of the emails in the account confirmed some contained patient information, such as names, addresses, dates of birth, phone numbers, social security numbers, dates of birth, or dates of service, sorry, t- type amount of service and some health information such as diagnosis, care assessments, medication lists. Emails also contain bank account numbers or other financial information of a limited number of individuals. 6,600 of the emails included the PHI of Aging Partners clients, although only 1,513 individuals have been affected. For the majority of the affected individuals, only names were included in the email accounts. But that shows a lack of phishing Mitigation, Um, multiple accounts means there's no training going on, no education, no MFA. UNC Health has announced that an email account containing the protected health information of patients of University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill School of Medicine and the University of North Carolina Hospitals, UNC Hospitals, has been accessed by an unauthorized individual. On May 20th, UNC Health discovered the email account of a SOM faculty member had been compromised that individual provided clinical services at UNC hospitals the email account was immediately secured and an investigation was launched to determine the extent of the breach assisted by a third-party cybersecurity firm UNC Health determined that the email account breach was isolated to April 20th and no other email accounts or systems were involved A a review of the account revealed the following types of information could potentially have been compromised patient names dates of birth diagnosis and treatment info and or info about research study patients may have been involved in or have been eligible for at UNC hospitals, SOM. The email account contained the health insurance information of fewer than 30 patients and the social security numbers of fewer than 10 patients. There have been no reported cases of misuse of the patient data. And, of course, they rolled out additional email security measures. Um, But that is it for the HIPAA breaches, and that is it for this edition of the active IT cybersecurity daily. So until Thursday, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay secure.